men and women, ladies and gentlemen, whoever you may be out there, uh, the Gus and Eddie podcast would like to inform you uh, from myself and Eddie that we are well aware of the fact uh, that the American news cycle is very hectic this week, that our president has been infected with COVID-19, um, and it might affect the tone of today's episode. Uh, so just Welcome so back aware. to the Gus and Eddie podcast, everyone. We're here for a week. Uh, Fuck you. We're the... making poop and pee jokes. Jokes <laughs> on you, you dumb idiot. We're not getting serious. <laughs> Are you kidding me, man? Look I can't be serious. We're not going to talk got... about any of that shit. Uh, we, we can't. Liquor. We got knives. We got there's a fucking tech deck on my desk. Fuck you, dude. You remember when we have that horribly aged clip at the beginning of the coronavirus? <laughs> Everyone always throws that back in our face. I think you say like what the fucking Heineken virus or something. It's like yeah. And anybody listening to that in the future is gonna be like they had no idea. We had no clue. Didn't I and say, I w- what if this is like a world ender and this is it ages poorly? Didn't I say that in that episode? I think you did, and it's good that you did, because then it builds us that back door of like, hey, we were self-aware, though. We yeah. knew it would be taken. No, no, yeah, we fucked that one up. But I'm who could have known? Listen, I for real, I'm feeling just really good about this podcast already. I don't know why. I just got a good feeling. Um, it's a new week. It's, it's a, a new, new us. week. Um, we, we kind of, I, I don't, we didn't really like take the week off last week. Last week was really hectic. I was editing, editing a video. You were getting a long video done. Um, my video hasn't gone out yet cause I don't have sponsor approval. And so, uh, to, mean- to you guys for the first time, checkmate, I actually did my job. So <laughs> it's not my fault this time, but I have, I listen, Gus, I have an update to a story that I told you, but I have to recap a little bit. Please do. So as people might be aware, well, one, it's darker in my shot right now. I don't know if you have your shades closed, Gus, but um, L.A. is experiencing a third heat wave in the last month and a half. Oh, um, I'm going to be visually dripping this whole episode. Dude, I'm fucking furious. I, I can't. I think as a couple of Midwest boys, we both just hate the heat. We both hate mm-hmm. being sweaty. I, I could live forever in 70 degree weather, and I'd never need it to ever cross into 90. And I think most people would agree. But they're with you. So uh, la- last heat wave, I went into the stream room, and I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast, um, but I, there was a ton of ants in my room. And when we had first moved in two years ago, there were some ants in my bathroom, and I noticed it was during a heat wave. Because when we moved here, it was like, dude, do you remember like two days after we moved, we went to Universal, and the whole day it was mm-hmm. like 98, and we were just fucking oh, dying. Yeah. Oh, just standing oh. in lines and stuff. And it's oh. like, I, I, I really think like Tony had blue jeans on or something. Yeah, just like, Tony. And I was like, oh, we're all dying here. T- Tony had a bit where he didn't own any shorts and then just like refused to wear them in the summer. And I'd be like, hey, dude, you're going to be really hot. And he'd go, I'm fine. And they'd get really hot and mad. Um, <laughs> but like even for that, just a uh, quick aside, that was I remember so bad because we got there. And I, I've definitely mentioned this before, but I remember the first 20 minutes, my back was just sweaty as hell. And I was like, oh, no, I'm just going to be sweaty all day and there's nothing I can do about it. And I just have to accept it. I can't it. stand it. I can't fucking stand it. It's And yeah. to me, again, the logic doesn't hold up, but it's like I, I love taking a shower right before bed and it feels less defeating. Even if it's more disgusting, it feels less defeating to start sweating at the top of a big day like that if it's yeah. not like within the hour after you took a shower and you're just like, fucking hell, that meant nothing. Yep. Um, but so with that, uh, that was back in 2018, and I was like, where the fuck are these ants coming from? And I look, and the, the, 
the shower head, which is like the uh, the back my shower wall where the shower head is, is the like in between wall where the kind of like apartment building structure is. And the ants were coming from there. So I straight up just took packing tape from us moving in and I taped over the hole and they stopped coming forever. <laughs> uh, nice. it's, the thing is, uh, apparently, and we didn't know this. I know it's pretty obvious. for or I, I didn't know it was like extra common here. When there's heat waves here, um, and I guess everywhere, ants like swarm inside, you know? And so sure. our building has a ton of ants. So it's nothing we're doing. And so in the stream room, found the hole, plugged it with some tape. No more ants. This heat wave starts, and Gus knows, yesterday I wake up to, if you guys know the structure of the apartment from the videos we've shot here, the kind of the wall next to the hallway, a line of ants all the way across the apartment to the kitchen, up the counter, and on the counter. Un-fucking real. You want to see the distance that is? Go watch the your friend who has a knife video. You know where I run in yeah. from the back room? That's like, I would imagine... Hundreds, if not thousands, of ants. Even if you're watching the video right now, the shot of me, this is longer camera to me than the <laughs> ants line was. And so I, I did what I tried to do in the stream room, which is obliterate these ants with a vacuum after I plug the hole so they're done, mm. right? I plug the hole. They find a new hole. I come out last night, and it is just like t- it's, it's so bad that the part right in front of the counter – I run the vacuum over, and in less than 20 seconds, the line is back. Like, they're moving that fast. Like, they're moving fast as hell. And so I remember, oh, shit, I have this bug, like indoor perimeter bug spray that we used to have in the Midwest that I bought here for when, um, like, so it was when a window was broken in the stream room and some spiders were coming in. I was like, this works on ants. Why don't I use this? I use it around the hole, and I use it a little bit on the perimeter by the kitchen. And they're all walking over the spray. And I was like, I thought this was a fucking repellent. You know, like what's happening? I come out this morning going like, okay, this ant problem is going to be twice as bad now. That spray (laughs) obliterated the ants, dude. I Really? I came out to the point by the counter that they were collecting on the ground and the point where they were coming in across the room, just bodies everywhere dude it was a it was like when you see a war scene and it's the next morning after the battle like god damn you had your little gettysburg down there you'd have expect me walking around to some of the still living bodies and stomping on them like dude no i got the battle of antietam (laughs) the the battle of Gettysburg. Oh, fuck, that's a good one, too. Damn it. Um, but, uh, the uh, dude, for real, like, this spray must have, they walked all over it, and it just, just destroyed the population. Because the thing is, we were talking about yesterday, a lot of ant traps are like, oh, it's liquid ant trap. They'll bring it back to the source, and they'll all die. And it's like, this building probably has millions of ants inside of it, and mm-hmm. I can't do anything but plug the holes. Dude, I have not seen a single living ant today. I went wow. from hundreds of ants. I honestly almost want to shout out the brand, but it's somewhere else. It's a big it's a big white container with a red sticker and it's got a little gun that you spray. And this shit works like magic, dude. I can't even believe it. Like I I still have ants to clean up, and it's just it's crazy that that problem just solved itself. Where I was like, I have this major ant problem. Oh, it's done. I am curious about one thing. You said that with the vacuum, you sucked up a bunch of the ants. Yeah, you wondering if it killed them or not? I, I'm wondering, did you empty that 
that bag out and throw that out there. Yes, but also when I first dealt with the ants on stream, I was like, there's a good chance these things will be living in here if I vacuum them up. So I observed the the inside of the because you know it's like the plastic see through container the devil sure. one down here, mm-hmm. and they're they all like it just fucking destroys them, dude. They, it, it kills them. Yeah, yeah, it does. I That's was shocked good. that it did, and I think vacuuming up other stuff like bangs into them. But yeah, I also checked, and it was like not a single living ant once you vacuum them up. I feel kind of bad, dude. I'm like, I like obliterated a population, and the thing is, it's like. I, you know, they were crawling fucking everywhere, man. Like I literally, I I was, you know, with like, with ants, you'll even just put your hand on the ground to look where they are and then they're all over you, you know? Oh my God, dude. Probably one of the most disgusting things that ever happened to me was ant related. And it was when I was a child and I was eating honey nut Cheerios at the counter and uh, I dropped like a couple Cheerios just onto the ground below. And I, because I was a dumb kid, I just went to pick the Cheerios up. Right. And I and I ate one, and I was like, "Oh, this is so sour! What the fuck?" I ate another one. It's like, God, this tastes fucking terrible. I looked down, and I was eating old Cheerios that a different oh. kid had spilled, and there were ants in all of them. Oh, and I was just no. eating ants. I was getting revenge for you today. Then. <laughs> Good. Good. Dude. Create ant genocide for all I fucking care. Fuck those things. <laughs> Dude, I, well, one thing is um, props to the human brain for not being that scared of ants. Can you imagine if we were scared, scared of ants like we were spiders? Oh, my God. It would be devastating. We couldn't go anywhere. What is it about ants that aren't that scary to have on? Like, if an ant's on my hand, I'm like, huh, you know? Well, what the, I, I think especially compared to a spider, it's like there's the general knowledge out there that it's people assume no matter what, oh, spiders bite. I don't know what's poisonous. And even if not, yeah. I can feel all of the individual feet. Like if it's a, yeah. even if it's a daddy long legs, that's the most docile Ugh. shit ever. It's like, fuck that gross. It, it just seems like a creature and a being. And it's like an, an ant is almost like one they're, pixel. They're a hive just going, mind. Beep, 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 yeah. beep, 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 beep. It was, like, oh, was kind of interesting. Goes. It made me feel worse where i was well one i had to like track the the line back when it was like first happening because it wasn't a straight line like it was last night and it was just it was kind of cool you'd see one walking back and they just run into another one they communicate a little bit they keep walking and it's just like sharing information and then i destroyed the population either gone that's a generation of young ants and young men and women ants that you just ended their lineage bro i'm joining my couch as a war criminal (laughs) (laughs) did you ever like growing up at all did you guys ever have any like pest control shit that you had to like deal with at all or like Um, like mice or roaches or ants occasionally mice and occasionally ants i was never really bothered by ants and i was never that kid i loved observing ant hills when i was a a kid and i never fucked Mm -hmm. with them like you know those weird kids they're like i'll burn them all Um, oh yeah i never burned the ants yeah but like um why was that a thing when we were kids i feel like movies were like Hey, you should burn an ant with a magnifying glass. It's like, no, yeah. I don't want to do that. Like, why are you telling me that that's an option? It's just fucking yeah. weird. Um, Absolutely. But uh, uh, yeah, I, I feel like we had occasionally like a, um, a mice situation in our basement. I remember one time we moved um, like a dresser or, or some kind of cabinet from our garage to our basement. And I think there was a mouse in it and it got in the basement. One time, yeah. one time I was at my friend John's house. When we were like maybe 14, 15 and me, him and Tony were in the Mm -hmm. basement playing video games. And I was like, I thought I saw a mouse behind the TV stand. Right. So I was like, I I just saw something move. They were like, what? And we all checked and there was nothing there. 
And then Tony and John start clowning on me. or like, oh, there's a mouse behind there. Like, oh, I wonder if there's a mouse under my feet here. And then 15 minutes later, the mouse just gets on the stand in front of the TV. And I was like, see? Oh, my God. I fucking told you. <laughs> like, and they started making fun of me. They're like, oh, I think there's a mouse everywhere. It's like, fuck you guys. That's fucking hilarious. Dude, when we're out at the deer shack, it's mouse central, you know, like it's sometimes you'll have, you'll like hear and see mice crawling around when you're just like sleeping around in the loft and it's just uh-huh. like, yeah, there's a fucking mouse or like you go to bed and like, oh, there's a bunch of mouse shit in my bed. Ah, what are you going to do? Then you <laughs> u- use a firearm in the cabin. Bam, bam, baby. Dude, you know, it's even worse than fucking ants where we grew up. I don't know if you ever hit this ladybug season. Bruh. Oh. I never had to deal with a ton of them, but I've been in areas where there's a ton of them, and it's not fun. <laughs> it is unreal. It is a constant, unrelenting like issue because, especially like at, it is it is multiple times a year that the ladybug situation will come up. You know, back in my home in Wisconsin, and it's like my dad is so affected by it, and I don't blame him, even though it's kind of funny. <laughs> one of those like dad things where it's like it will destroy his life for like a month, you know, uh-huh. where he'll make it his mission to spend hours every day going out of his way to like vacuum up every single ladybug but it really it's at the point though no joke where my dad can like during the midst of ladybug season inside our house when we're battening down the hatches and trying to not let shit in it's like he will spend an hour straight just vacuuming ladybugs and in another hour it was as if he did nothing it's that bad dude well that's the thing is i actually the most i've ever felt like a dad is recently with this ant stuff is i'm one of those guys where i'm like i need to protect my home like like <laughs> i can't i can't castle allow doctrine keep, on these little fuckers <laughs> they, they can't they can't keep getting away with this like <laughs> i can't let these ants just get in everywhere because then dude for real I felt like I was going insane last night. I went to bed after spraying everywhere and it didn't look like it did anything. Mm-hmm. And I got in bed and it's cuz I was <laughs> I was using my flashlight to look at the ground. And so it was like a bright w- watching the little ants and then I went straight to bed and I closed my eyes and I saw them. <laughs> like in that kind of like f- you know eyes closed like fuzzy light stuff. My brain yeah. just conjured the images of ants walking and I'm like am I literally seeing them when I close my eyes? Like oh is that how God. obsessed I am with this right like, now? <laughs> yeah, like you're on a lazy river all day and you go to bed and still feels like you're floating. It's like this is just your fucking life now, dude. I see them in my dreams. I feel them. I, I smell them. My eyes. I taste them in my floor Cheerios. They're everywhere. Sometimes I dream that I'm the ant, and I'm walking down, and I see myself stomping and vacuuming, spraying just, the population. It's I'm just, just trying, to, trying to get that front seat view to that cool Twitch stream going on, and then he comes and kills me like I didn't even do anything. In my eyes, you're either an ant that gets vacuumed, or an Eddie that's vacuuming, and I'm gonna be that Eddie. <laughs> be that Eddie. Go forth. <sighs> Sorry, what happened? <laughs> I, I blacked no out. I blacked oh, it's out. Seven twenty-four p.m. right now. Jesus Christ! Wow. Who would who would have thunk? We blacked <laughs> out for five hours. You know, I was thinking something today too, and, and I was I was wondering, did you ever have like a basketball hoop and shit in your driveway growing up? Uh, yes, we did. Um, when uh, I don't even know when my my dad got it when uh, Tony and I got to like I don't even remember. I know we there was one installed. When we moved in, just kind of like a cheap one that was cemented down, and it was like real ugly. And I think my dad had it like taken out, and then we got um, 
we got our own plastic one, you know, with like the sandbag type shit on it. Yeah. And I think that was when I was like 10. What about you? Yeah, we had one of the sandbag ones come in later because it was like it was at the end of someone's driveway. So we just like put it up. We put it in the back of the pickup truck and like just grabbed it. And uh-huh. We always had to be like weighing it down for sandbags and shit. But I remember when I was young, my dad installed one because he found an old like rim and backboard, like the really, really old full metal ones that weigh nice. fucking tons of tons of weight. And so he had one of those. And uh, like he used to work at the electric company there. So he had access to a bunch of old power poles. So he went and then like just sawed up like a giant fat like power pole and then took a post hole digger and then just mounted this thing. So it's like you have this hundreds of pounds worth of just the pole and Uh then attached to it is this like fucking military grade basketball hoop. (laughs) And, And but then the thing that always bugged me is we have this like concrete square slab right in front of our driveway where it's like when you're a kid that's where you rollerblade on the slab and that's where you dribble and shit but he installed the basketball hoop so that the pole is almost directly on the dividing line between the slightly elevated concrete slab Uh and then just a lower gravel driveway and that's like the like right down the middle like you're standing at the free throw line half is smooth concrete half is just fucking wild west rock shit so how how do you you play how do you You don't you don't (laughs) so we would play like two bounce and shit you know where it's like you have to shoot your shot and then if you miss the next guy has to catch the basketball after it bounces no more than two times and you have to shoot wherever they are for our little viewers at home and it's like most of the time you'd get a shot and it would like one bounce land on the corner of the concrete slab. Mm. And it's like the next guy, like Thor's sprinting down the driveway <laughs> and has to shoot like a, a seven point full court shot or some shit. You know? Dude, you know what you just reminded me of? When I was a kid, I remember I was like nine or ten and I went to my friend's house who had a basketball hoop and his dad and his friend were playing and they challenged us to a game. And they played at a hundred percent trying, and I That's remember no I was getting bumped by adult men, like like chest bumped and like to the ground. And I remember thinking, like, you're not supposed to be doing this if you're an adult. Like, I remember yeah. thinking, like, this is this is annoying and kind of wrong. And I think to, back to that, it's like. Who the fuck is like? I'm gonna destroy this ten year old in basketball. Like, what? Why did? It, why did that happen? How do you get to a point in your life where it's like that's an active win for you? I know. <laughs> you know? Like, all yeah. right, Barry, that'll buy a couple more days. I'll I'll be fine <laughs> at the office tomorrow. I was fucking yeeted this ten year old kid across the pavement. I don't know, dude. I don't know, but maybe one day I'll be that guy. Maybe maybe that's th- that's my legacy. Are we gonna turn into those dads that just like rough and tumble will tackle you on Thanksgiving football dads? Yeah, I think so, dude. I Probably. think. Here's the thing. I don't know if we accelerated it. By the fact that you and I both already look like dads, but like yeah. sometimes I really catch myself feeling like a dad. Like I will get, like I got the fucking bar cabinet, and I was like excited about it. <laughs> and it's like, or I'll get like a new TV stand, and I'll build it, and I'm it like it makes me happy for a while. And it's like, yeah, or, or even that bug spray I'm talking about. I got excited that I bought a good bug spray. What happened to me, dude? Like what? I got I got stoked the other day. I literally caught myself out loud saying to Sabrina as I was checking out like an Amazon shopping cart. I was like, "Dude, look how cheap bar soap is right now." <laughs> I was like excited. I was like, "Bro, I'm gonna get like fucking." 
12 packs of zest for like three bucks right now. Holy shit. Yeah. I catch those moments and I'm like this. I think it really is just like people who um, either just start living on their own and there's things to maintain and you get excited about things being easier. Like when during the beginning of the like quarantine pandemic, when I got like good knives for my kitchen, I was like, what, dude, I'm such an adult. Like, holy fuck. These knives are great. I just am like, it feels so cool having that kind of shit where you, especially when you lock down certain areas of your environment and you're just like, I got dishes now. Or like, yep. I got this really cool dining room set or something. It just feels like, wow, this, it's, I'm a guy that's used to living, especially like some of that stuff inherently scares me to some extent when it's like, uh, I, you know, especially, you know, within the next year. Or so if, if, if I'm in a larger place or something, it's like, hey, you know, now I need to get a chair or a table that might be, you know, this might be my five, 10 year table. And I'm like, dude, I still feel like I'm, I want to go pull shit out of the dumpster at Stout, you know, and like yeah. just have like, well, here, I'll get some shit kicker chair that I can use for a, a year, you know, like I, mm. I, I don't want to ever lose. I want to find a healthy balance between like really investing in some good stuff, but then also not losing that sense of just like, yeah, this will do, you know, like, for My- every- <laughs> dude, for the, for all this shit. You guys can't even see every single episode during quarantine. I have used the box to the old vacuum as my mic stand, and I just haven't <laughs> thrown it out because I'm like, that's a pretty good empty cardboard box, so uh-huh. I just hold on to that. Yeah, you know? I dude. Well, one thing is my philosophy for it, as you know, we we've continued our jobs. Is you know, you and I are the same of, of like I still I will never be somebody who is, like, into buying, like, things to, like, flex in any way. You know what I mean? It's just not in us. But mm-hmm. the only thing I'll spend on something that's – and by nicer, I, I don't mean nice, like, wealthy people. I mean, like, nice for us. Um, yeah. Like, the, the like, uh, the mini fridge down here. Because before, we had your mini fridge. And then I really – like, obviously, you had to take it. And I was like, I, I want one of those kind of nicer, clear beverage fridges. And it was 180 bucks, And I'm like, you know what? That's just that's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun for people to see beers in the fridge, you know. And it's like mm-hmm. occasionally that's the only thing I'll kind of spend a little more on if, if it, it uh, directly impacts the fun of my life. Like I'll never, obviously, will never. I don't see myself ever buying like a nice car. That's just I, I don't know if that's be a in nice me. Car guy. I could see myself at some point, like if I got to the point where, like, financially, it was just like I wouldn't even question. Uh, being able to spend like a big chunk of money on a car, like if it was just a full commitment to something that's like you know zero, if it's full like electric or something like that, like I'd shell yeah. out in the like environmental and long range like department. Yeah, if but it's, it's a, like if I'm it's not a, buying a fucking Maserati or dumb yeah, shit. Yeah, like if we're talking like in the far future, let's say things work out very well for us, it's still a nice car. But it's like I feel like even getting something like a Tesla is different than getting like. And you know, some people are, are car enthusiasts, and it's part of them. And it's like we spend money on different things. But the people who don't, who are like, I'm gonna buy a Range Rover to flex on everyone. It's like, what? Well, you could think about all the beers you could share with your friends with that that's, money. You know, that's just like, it is like I'm. I'm glad that I'm not this way, and I actively fear and dislike. Like it to me, the notion that I would have a nice car that I would need to maintain, uh, protect, spend a lot of money on for the rest of me having it. You know, maintenance and like insurance. Yeah, and I shit. think it's because we're just not enthusiasts about it. And that's the thing is, like, yeah. if you're a car guy, I absolutely do that. That's what makes you happy. But if you're not a car person and you're just like, 
my dad bought me a Range Rover. So that's pretty cool. It's like Exactly. Oh. And it's like uh, for the people that are just doing it for like appearances again too. It's like I understand if it's a hobby, but it's uh, again not even knocking it. it the, it's the level of in implicit stress that comes with that and just yeah, you're I can't adding more stressors into your life like I want my car I, I miss my old fucking 2004 Taurus you know that my dad helped me with a little bit of cash that we bought when I was a sophomore in high school cause it's like I would go drive that to the woods and maybe I'd fucking like scrape against a tree and I'd go yeah, ah, scraped against a tree wouldn't even bother me for five minutes. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, dude, that's with um. Uh, so t- uh, Tony and I have a uh, a Hyundai Accent that's pretty old, and we got it when um when we started college. And even like at this point, it's got like a couple of repairs and stuff, but it's still that level of like this is not a huge investment that we're super have to be like I'm careful with the car. But it is that thing of like if you get a new car and the check engine light goes on, and you're like. Fuck, you know, I know like, yeah, that's dude. I I don't know. I, I do miss one thing is because we've had friends out here be like, why don't you guys have cars? It's like, I just don't need one yet. And also, why would I get one if I needed one? You know, I'm, I'm um, surprised. I'm honestly surprised. Like, wait, sorry. Were you, were you finishing the point first before I say this? Oh, good. Go ahead. You're good. OK. And, and this isn't singling anyone out. But Eddie, yes. To our people, like I'm fucking surprised how, at at how many people, not even in a sh- not in like a shitty way, but are even like, wow, like you guys really need to get cars. It's like what? No, we don't. Been, don't drink me down your fucking car obligation. You know what Eddie and I do? We go get breakfast. Maybe we spend five bucks. Bitch, I walk away from my scooter when I'm done. I don't need a fucking car. Like, you know how expensive yeah. that would be? Like, the initial cost, I can, even even pre-pandemic, like, I can get on a scooter and a wheels bike a couple times a week, and it's going to take fucking years and years for, like, a car investment, even a mid- to low-range car, like, something in the 5 to 15K range or something. It would take years That's- for that to pay for itself on top of investment, parking, maintenance, all this shit. Fuck that noise. I want to walk away That's when I'm done. That's the big thing is you and I have the absolute like a hundred percent especially during the pandemic like privilege of working from home to a degree mm-hmm. and it's like but we have people in the like the industry with us being like why don't you have a car and it's like dude I am blessed to not need one why would I get one and add that stress to my life man I, I don't, don't need it I, I actively don't get it, and I will always be going, even even besides, like, you know, YouTuber, like, industry friends and stuff, like, I'll go to, like, meetings or, like, a shoot or something, and it'll be like, oh, I'm gonna call, I'm gonna call an Uber home, and there's always at least, like, a couple people like, oh, should you not drive? You don't have a car? It's like, it surprises people. You know who like, are, even are, are saving grace with that stuff? Who? Fucking Chris Ray Gunn, baby. Chris Ray Gunn moved Chris- here, and he's is, is the only one on our side here, where he's like, why would I, why would I need one? Why would I get one? And it's like, I don't. That's what I'm saying, bro. Stay the fucking course, Chris. Don't get a car. Don't. We're never like, getting yeah, cars. <laughs> if it, yeah, this is, is going to be like a game of. Ch- this feels like I'm in a Christian youth group in eighth grade. Guys, we'll never be the ones to smoke weed and drink and, and, and have sex with women. <laughs> right? Everybody hands in, packed. Wait, nope, you made a pact hand- not to have sex with women? No, I just was thrown. I never did. I never personally did that. You can roast me in the comments, though. You're like, it's, it's, oh, I didn't put my hand in when they said that one. Uh, I made the I pact for the other stuff. Though. I crossed my hand. I actually put my foot in. They didn't notice. <laughs> <laughs> I no, crossed my toes while I was doing it. Don't dime on us, Chris. Don't fucking get a car. We'll kill. I'll, if you get a car, I will come steal your car and run you over with your car. I just don't understand why other people want me to buy things. 
You know That's what I mean? That's the problem. Why, it's what like, the fuck am I going to do? It's like, like I, I get that people look at their own situation and are, and are like, I don't know how I could live without my, my car. And first of all, yeah, maybe. But even in most of the people that say that are other YouTubers. And it's like, I know you're just inside most of the time, even pre-pandemic. Like, yeah, it's nice to have, but you don't fucking need that car. You like, don't you need that me? car. It's you just, it's you get Uber around. You don't Dude, need that car. It, it is. I think it is actively, noticeably made my life more stressful, especially pre-pandemic. And again, I have the luxury of Sabrina has a car. So there are just some right. times where, you know, like maybe every couple of months there's something that I couldn't even imagine trying to do an Uber for. And, and Sabrina's super generous with like, you know, driving us if we need to like go someplace. But most of the time, it's like... I never, ever, it's these factors that I don't even have to think about. And it's the parking, and it's checking the spot in the lot. It's making sure nobody fucked with my shit. It's making sure birds aren't shitting all over my stuff. I'm saving money. There's some casualties in our parking lot of our apartment building where you're like, there's some people who own a parking spot. Like, they're renting out the parking spot. It's their designated one, and it's under a tree where birds shit every night and i just can't imagine being that person and like the first night you park there you're like oh well oh yeah <laughs> like, it's just you know oh, well this is my fucking reality now how do you have to cl- like do you have to clean that car every day do you just drive around with shit on your car like i don't know what you do it's it's pretty overwhelming and the amount of birds that come through is it's it's if I'm afraid when I look out the window sometimes. I look out there, I'm like, there's about like 10K of those fuckers flying around right now. Like, yeah. That's going to create some serious damage. I don't oh, like it. Man. Hey, guys. Sorry. Stop, stop the presses. Stop the podcast. Guys, I just want to tell you, today's episode is sponsored by Candid. That is CandidCO.com. Thank you so much, Candid, for sponsoring. Listen, you know all the things we'd love to do for ourselves but haven't done it for whatever reason? Well, if you've always just wanted some straighter teeth and a better smile, stop putting it off. Cut it out. Thanks to Candid, straightening your teeth is simpler, easier, and more comfortable than ever. Candid clear liners are comfortable, removable, and practically invisible, unlike wire braces, so you can transform your smile without anybody noticing. Plus, your treatment is prescribed and monitored remotely by a licensed orthodontist who's an expert in tooth movement. And it is all done from the comfort and convenience of your own home, guy, your own home. Candid only works with orthodontists, never general dentists like other companies. Plus, your supervising orthodontist will be with you every step of the way. With Candid, your treatment includes remote monitoring by the same orthodontist who created your plan, so you never have to wonder how you're doing. You'll always know. It says I love that. I I guess I love that. Anyway, the average Candid treatment is just six months. You'll start seeing results way before then, and it can cost thousands less than braces. So, Start straightening your teeth today. Right now, all of our listeners can save $75 on Candid's starter kit. Go to CandidCO.com slash Gus and Eddie and use code, look at that, Gus and Eddie. That's CandidCO.com slash Gus and Eddie, code Gus and Eddie. Take advantage of this limited time offer to save $75 on your starter kit. CandidCO.com slash Gus and Eddie, code Gus and Eddie. Thank you, Candid. Hey guys, uh, one of our sponsors today is Mac Weldon, longtime sponsor of not only the podcast, but me. I believe they were actually my first sponsorship years ago, uh, and I'm wearing Mac Weldon underwear right now. 
Uh, so Mack Weldon is a, a premium men's essentials brand. They got joggers that I wear all the time. Um, they got underwear. They have shirts. They got a bunch of shit, man. It's really actually good quality. I really like it a lot. I've been wearing Mack Weldon stuff. Underwear for years. And recently the joggers for about a year. If you see me in joggers, they are Mack Weldon ones from ads before that they have sent me. Um, so Mack Weldon is better than whatever you're wearing right now. I don't give a shit what you're wearing is better than that. Um, it's a, uh, I already said that, so um, let's go down. Uh, the folks at Mack Weldon have created their own totally free loyalty program called Weldon Blue. Level 1 gets you free shipping for life, and once you reach level 2 by spending $200, Mack Weldon will start giving you 20% every order off every order for the next year. Um, I Like I said, I wear this shit all the time. I actually really like Mack Weldon as a brand. It is uh, premium, and it is worth the cost because I have really enjoyed it. Um, so if you want a, a special offer for this podcast to get 20% off your first order, visit MacWeldon.com slash Gus and Eddie and enter promo code Gus and Eddie. That's uh, MacWeldon.com slash Gus and Eddie and enter promo code Gus and Eddie. They got underwear, they got socks, joggers, uh, uh, shirts, and everything. Just go check out the website. Use our code if you want 20% off if you like what you see. Uh, thank you, Mac Weldon, for sponsoring the podcast. And now, uh, back to it. It's, uh, Can I, what's I up? Go for it. Um, I was gonna I was going to tell you about the thing I was telling you about last night with the dog uh, thing. I don't know wait, if I told you. The, the dog leash. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Oh. Can I mention that? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think you're good. Yeah. So this is, I can't imagine there'd be any demographic overlap. And I don't think even if there would be that these people are aware of what we do. But anyway. I'd say just like hide the specifics still. Absolutely. There is a very sweet couple who is probably uh, above 50, I would assume. Uh, Yeah. Sweet couple. Um, they are fellow dog owners in in uh, our community here, and they're just they're friendly neighbors. And uh, Sabrina and I would run into them sometime, and there's always niceties to be exchanged. Uh, nothing. Yep, she would always that. smile and nod when I would run past her because I'd run, on my run every day. She'd be walking the dogs, and I I was like, what a, what a nice lady. Wonderful person, wonderful, wonderful person. And unfortunately, uh, they lost a dog a while ago, uh, and that was a kind of a a, a, a talking point for us, you know, and, and largely they're, they're like kind of uh, for our building, like a, uh, seeing one of them walk the, their two dogs was just kind of like a staple of since we moved here. You just see them around all the time. You see them around all the time. They'll ask you what's up. You know, if you're going outside for an earthquake, they're checking in, you know, like I, I love being in a building with these kind of people. And I was crushed that one of their dogs died. It was, it was super old. Um, but, you know, I was so sad, and like we talked about that, and and Sabrina and I like left them a little, like a couple little things outside the door, and just like, hey, thanking you and stuff, and and extraordinarily sweetly, I ran into the woman about two weeks ago in the in the lobby, and she's like, I've been waiting to see you. I here, this is this is for your for your dog, and she gave me a dog leash, and it is so sweet. It is like that gesture is so amazing. And I thank just her profusely. People being good at their core, you know, like, what I mean that interaction is just good. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, now, separate from that, <sighs> this is where I turn into a little bit of a piece of shit. Just objectively, the leash is t- fucking terrible. It is like a. F- it's. I'd be shocked if it was four feet long. It's oh. like plastic. 
Um, it it does it's not retractable. It's just one leash, and like I really like having that option. You know, Eva, our dog is curious. She wants to go up to people. Sometimes you gotta you know pinch the thing down and be like, no, no, Eva, you can't go up to you know. Yeah, so and you said it was every, the color too. It's hot pink and it's studded, which is like I don't care <laughs> like appearance wise, but functionality. It's like I have to basically be tripping over this dog with a leash that is plastic and will deteriorate, and I can't retract it. And it's just like, actively, I don't want to use this leash. And it's not the biggest thing in the world. I'm Larry David in the fuck out of this situation. But it's just, now I'm just like, god damn it. Now I don't want to run into these guys because I'm not going to use that fucking leash. I'm sorry, so, that thing is so sweet. But I can't use this leash. It makes my experience <laughs> so much worse. And I don't want you to see me not using the leash. Thank you. I love you. But give me like you, a plant or something. Do you think... Do you think like one or two appearances of the leash would be a good enough gesture? I think it would absolutely. Because then what what but happens the f- if you stop using it? Is she like, did he break the leash that I? And gave then do him? I get another leash, and then I just have did this the leash leash capade that I have to fucking keep up this facade? Did the leash belong to that dog? No, what if- because no, okay. because it came plastic wrapped with like an okay, so it's new. It's a new leash. So it's good. New. That That's good because that if, it was, a, if it was if it was that God. leash, oh, do, and you weren't using it, or if you used it and then she thought you broke it, oh, oh boy, that would be awful. Okay, this Unreal. is just one of those horrible things where it's just like, oh man, like it really is that Larry David thing of like, we, what do you do here? Because you know? it's so like the leash that we have is just you know standard. It's a black retractable leash, and it's so noticeable. You know, like I think, I think you've got to make an appearance with the leash. But here's the thing, though, is I run into him often, and we talked about that too. And then, like the day it happened, I was like, "Well, maybe if we start using it." And then it's like, "Well, we didn't see him for like five days," you know. So it's like if I had started using that leash, you might have to use it for like a week. I don't want to use it, Eddie. You use it. I don't have a dog. Get one, damn it. I'm not using this fucking leash. I'll t- I'll be like the the dog girl from TikTok, and you'll see Chrissy walking me on one of those leashes outside. Yeah. Can I can I go get the leash right now just to verify it? Is that no, worth it? don't you shouldn't. I don't think you should show it. I don't think you should That's show why, it for entertainment. Some people might identify on the leash, and then we'll. And also, it's just it. like it, she gave you that gift, and we want to be like, look at this thing. You know what it's I mean? Very like, sweet. It's uh, that's the thing is in this situation. It's like I don't want to create a problem, and it's so mega sweet, and I feel bad because it's like. It is already a challenge for me sometimes, you know, like Eva, the dog is in love with Sabrina. This is a dog that she's had for 11 years, you know, and, and mm-hmm. has had to stay with her mom for a while and stuff. So it, it already was a bit of a long journey just kind of uh, getting her to be 100% excited and chill with just me taking out her out for a walk, you know, a lot right, of times. Right, because she's like, a real uh, kind of nervous and chill dog, right? Yeah, like she's she's really chill, but she's like... But she really feels so much more comfortable when Sabrina is around. Like, she's uh, not going to be barking and yipping and misbehaving. But it's like, you know, Sabrina leaves. And sometimes it's like, she'll just go wait by the door. Even when I'm in there and it's mm, like, I can give her a treat yeah. and she'll come over. But so it's it's already a lot sometimes. And sometimes it's like I maybe have like a window of like 20 minutes in, in the evening or something where I already got to take her out. And sometimes, you know, she's she's an older dog. She's over 11 years old. And sometimes she's kind of fickle and might want to like try to tug in the other direction or go off and do something. And it's just like, I don't like the, the walk is already kind of difficult enough to do sometimes to just make sure she's comfortable. And especially pandemic wise, it's like, I'm not going up to people. 
Like it was yeah. fucking, it was great and awful getting, having essentially getting a dog from, this is essentially my first dog, you know, I, during yeah, the I pandemic. Heard this, I heard this from a bunch of dog owners during the pandemic is that a lot of other dog owners or people will come up to your dog and, and not like be wearing a mask and like trying to yeah. be as social as normal. And it's like, and you, I'm, can't, you can't I'm do like, that. Dude, this is a time where I'm like, there's so many shitty, selfish fucking people in the world and more than anything i want to have these connections with these people who just probably aren't these fucking shitty selfish people but it's like i i don't like i can't interact with you right now humanity yeah you know like i can't have this you you and it sneaks up on you so fucking quick the rare event where it's like maybe you gotta take her to the vet or maybe it's like sabrina has to like get out of the car to like go run into a pharmacy to like pick up water or some shit you know and it's like they'll come out of fucking nowhere you know here's suddenly here's like a an 80 year old well not 80 but like a 60 year old woman comes up oh my goodness how Look at her, and it's like, whoa! Yeah, you don't want to be responsible. Someone in three months, other than my girlfriend, yeah. like, go away, please. I love you, and I would. You're a great member of the community, and I value you, and I really want to like reinforce these positive here. things. But fuck you for the next six to ten months. Get out of here. Actually, mini rant thing. It actually it made me furious. So I I still uh, run every day here, and I've mentioned that on the podcast before. And the I. Am still so careful. Well, one, I run with my mask every day, and if you, mm-hmm. if you, I see so many in shape people running without a mask on in this city area, and it's like, what, what in the fuck are you doing? Like, if I can run with a mask, you can run with a mask. If you look healthier than me, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not well, not in every circumstance, but you understand. Like, sure. the main thing though is yesterday was the first, and this is the only mention we'll have of it. Was the first day that the leader of the free world had the pandemic virus, right? It had COVID. I saw the least amount of masks I've ever seen last night when I went for a run. It was Friday night. Saw multiple people running without masks. Saw a family to grouped together on five bikes, all no masks, riding around other people. Not like a bike ride out in the open in a suburb. I'm talking mm-hmm. riding on city streets. And it's just like, how did this not shock you guys into wearing a mask if this happened? You know what I mean? Like, for fuck's sake, I'm literally running into traffic sometimes to avoid people without masks. And it's just like, I literally even avoid people with my mask on because I'm like, oh, I'm running. I might be breathing heavier. I should probably get out of the way. I just, that's it. That's all I'm going to talk about with that. With the presence. Yeah. And I don't want to get on a rabbit hole too, but and we've said this in some form before. But what kills me and is so weird is it's like I've I felt like never before have I lived in a time where so many people or groups of people are just arguably living in completely different realities. You know, like yeah. their day to day reality. And it's like I I have struggled so much with trying to maintain like positivity and hope when it comes to like my fellow man and I really feel like a huge side effect for me personally of this whole ordeal is I just hate people more I I just fucking yeah. do you know what's thinking about that's kind of redeeming though what we're seeing the only people we see that like uh, we see some people a lot of people that are careful with masks but mm-hmm. like there's a, I was thinking I get so mad when I'm like I don't run I see people like not being uh, taking proper precautions but the people that are, are inside that's why we're not seeing them yeah. You know what I mean? That's They're just inside point. their home. And so and it's, it's, we're just seeing the worst of it. I, I absolutely agree. And it's disappointing how much it is. And it's like I the, – the amount of fucking just bitterness 
and vitriol that I have, though, just in the little things, and it, and it just absolutely takes the breath out of me and, and just knocks me down a peg, is it's, it's in those small instances where I wish I could not let it bug me and I could get away from it, yep. but it's like, I go down to take out the dog, every fucking time I get into that elevator, I'm like, somebody might try to get in, yeah. they can get me sick, and me and my family is sick, you know? Yeah, dude, well, and that's, I think... An issue, and it's something you and I share in common, is uh, for people who actually, I don't need to clarify, you guys listen to the podcast. Gus and I fixate on the small things that bother us. Like, so, like, if somebody slightly wrongs me on my, like, my walk outside, like, even pre pandemic, Gus is hearing about it. Tony's hearing about it. Chrissy's hearing about it. Like I'm, I'm complaining to everybody. Like, can you believe this fucking guy? There's actually one time in the beginning of the pandemic where um, uh, Gus and I were going to the rooftop of our building to social distance, hang out from like across the rooftop. Mm -hmm. And I was going down in the elevator without Gus, obviously, because we were different places. We're not going to go in the same elevator. Mm -hmm. Um, It stops at a floor. And uh, this guy gets in, oh, like older guy, no mask, beginning, I'm talking, this is April, then stands, he, he like kind of like, box, like boxes up, crosses his arms, and stands in the elevator, not looking at the door, but staring at me. And I'm just staring forward, and then he just looks at me and goes, <laughs> I think because I was wearing a mask. And it's like, dude, you are 5'8", you are an old man. Why are you testing your luck with me? I'm not that type of person. I don't. But if I was, you know what I mean? It's like, what fucking, the balls on this guy to be way smaller and way older than me and just be like, dumbass with the mask pretty much with his laugh. And it's like, dude, I'm going to stop myself. But I'm. This is making me so mad. Like, oh my God. It, It is. It has become a daily occurrence. You know, even like that is a more extreme case of like even someone just being like obviously trying to like take a jab at you. But it's like it it really is something I've struggled with where, like I said, you know, I'll get in that elevator every fucking time. It's a risk. I'm praying that the elevator doesn't stop on the way down so that because I, you know, I have no problem talking to people like, yeah, what I always say again is like, hey, sorry, I'm going down solo. If you want to go first, you're more than welcome to if I'm getting back in the thing again. I do that, too. Yeah, we both offer for people if they if they are really, really waiting. I'll just be like, you you got it. I'll take stairs. Yeah. And it's like, you know, like, who am I to try to take precedence? Like, I know I'm going to go right back up. And it's like I have the privilege of being able to work from home during this whole fucking thing. Like. Who gives a fuck? I can. I don't care if I'm waiting 20 minutes for a goddamn elevator sometime. Like, go yeah. for it. But it's the stuff where it's like, that is how conscious I am of every fucking thing that I do and all the steps. And I don't, I don't want to fucking, I don't want praise. I don't want any fucking reward. But I'll go outside and then I'll see like a fucking a sports car pulls up and it's like two, you know, young girls dressed up to the nines with shopping bags on their arms, no fucking mask. Dude, it's, yeah, it's I a, remember. It's I a ripped t- guy coming down with a, like, you can smell the goddamn musk on him from 20 feet away. He's got a fucking chain and hair done up, no mask. And I'm like, this is a different reality. These are people who are just out there, and I'm not mad that they're having fun and stuff. I'm just mad that it's like it is not even on their radar that yeah, they should well, even consider I told altering you, it. And it's like I, uh, you remember am, I told you about, I am fucking sorry, Rapunzel for a year and a half straight up here, and it's like you are out there, and and these people are so selfish and so stupid that 
not only do they get to most of them probably survive this consequence free, but there will never be a time in their lives where they will ever take responsibility or even fully realize quietly to themselves that that was a consistent, incessant, wrong thing to do. And it yeah. drives me up the wall. Yeah, dude. Well, also, you remember I told you uh, uh, these uh, like girls about our age, like a group of three of them got into uh, an elevator with me and Chrissy, and then they were all talking to each other about the party they were going to go to that night yes. while also wearing masks. And it's like, what wires crossed here? You got the mask on. So why are you going to a party? What you know, just, like exactly, and I, you know what, like I love here and the location and stuff, but I just wanna, I wanna eliminate, especially now, any variable of of having to interact with people like that, and I don't personally, I don't want to become this hermit and this just old man hollering on his porch and stuff. And you know, like we, it's it's funny to like rant about stuff sometimes, but this shit bothers me to the uh. extent where it takes a significant toll on my day-to-day mental health because yeah. it's just like it's day after day of me making every fucking effort to do as much as I can and I'm not perfect. But like these people, it's it's not even a, on their radars. The I thing. mean, I think it's mainly because I, I would assume that like pretty much a hundred percent of our audience, just because I know the group of people that you know like watches our stuff, we've met them in person. Like I know they're doing the same thing as us. They're trying to be as safe as they can. And I think for everybody listening, the feeling is like you're on not a sinking ship. Like it's all over for us. But it's like you're you're trying to throw buckets of water out of the sinking ship, and you literally see people siphoning the water back on while you're doing it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's just like how the like you. That's it. That's all I have. We've said this a million times. It's all it's all we got. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I just want to let's let's move on to some fucking positive sure. shit. I just don't want to think boys. About it. I want to hear from my fucking boys. Let's right hear from now. our fucking boys. Where are my goddamn boys at? Follow us on Twitter at Eddie Burbick and at Gus Buckets uh, to ask us some preguntas. That's questions. Preguntas. P r e g u n t a s. Preguntas is questions in Spanish. Um, all right, here we got a little uh, question from da 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 da. You guessed it, Little Richard Nixon. <laughs> You gotta uh, pick somebody else for questions. I, they're the fuck. They're good questions. All right, this is the last Little Richard Nixon one, and then we'll move to the Reagan administration or whoever the fuck. I'm, not, I'm not against Little Richard Nixon. Okay, I just want all the boys to be represented. That's true. Uh, you're given the opportunity to partner with Lego and create one set. What do you make? Um, me killing the ants. Just <laughs> wait. But what? Are, what are the ants? Are they gonna be too small? Yeah, How do you put them in a Lego set? Because it has to be at the very least the size of like a single stud, which proportional to a Lego figurine is like almost thigh height. I'll I'll <laughs> save you some money, right? So the 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 Lego set is part of the floor of the apartment and part of uh my foot. And then it also ships with an ant farm that you break on top of it. Oh. And then real ants come out. That's and then you idea. get to be me at the Battle of Eddiesburg. That's a fun idea. I do like that. I would actually want our podcast set, to be honest. Be our podcast awesome. set as a Lego set would be the coolest fucking thing ever. I think some didn't somebody do that once? Didn't somebody yeah. make us out of Legos? At that's the very cool. least, I've seen the photos of it. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's fucking rad. Um that's a good set. That's a good set. If I had to choose one, I'd probably choose like I changed man. my mind. What? Um, what is it? Uh, it's uh, it's Alan Dershowitz uh, defending OJ. That'd be good. that would be my Lego set. <laughs> and it would be you know it'd be even funnier is if they actually like 
custom made like a hand or like an a glove for like the OJ figurine that was just like couldn't actually fit in any of the it's Lego too small. <laughs> like it's just a little bit too small. We were just like, I could have sworn I could get this on here, but like, why would oh. they make it if it doesn't fit his hand? That's weird. And why would the defense even put that amount of power in the figurine to have him put on a show what? and not fit the Lego figurine hand on? What That's happens really is it. It does fit, but when it goes near OJ's hand, his hand widens a little bit too much, and so you can't fit it on. You know what else they should do is say that uh, the the final set is just littered with OJ's DNA and blood, and then for some reason none of it's represented in the actual Lego set. Like well, it's just what you do is so you make you make the Lego set with all the clues, and then you just have little police Legos stomp all over all of the evidence. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I like that. All right, we figured it out. Send us a Dershowitz yeah, Lego set really quick, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's that's one. what Jakey was talking about with the Lego set analogy in his Red Dead video. <laughs> was there you go. <laughs> New Jakey video, by the way, boys. Go peep it. Go peep Hey-o. it. Um, at Goat Eyes sixty one. Also, actually, wait. Today is probably my, either if the sponsor approved it. Today, my video is up when it uploads. New Eddie like video. Uploads. Go check so, it out. Whatever. Unless unless they didn't approve it, and then it's not literally not my fault, and you guys can't blame me. Go ahead. <laughs> go, go ahead. Don't do it. By the way, Eddie and I are doing Twitch shit all the time. Check out our Twitch stuff. We've been having a lot of fun. There's in the description as well. Check our Twitches. I think I'm going to do uh, Fall Guys board game uh, when the Season 2 launches, October 8th. So a good idea. Uh, follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Eddie Burback. Frick yeah, dude. Uh, links in the description, boys. At GoatEyes61 says, hey, it's almost hurricane season here in Florida. I say, currently, hurricane names are dumb, and they're boring. If I was the governor, I would put hurricane names up for bid. Imagine the quote-unquote Category 4 Little Caesars Hot and Ready $5 pizza barreling towards <laughs> Miami. Taxes? Money? Thoughts? I would, I would love for our boys to name hurricanes, but I feel like if it was left up to the public, you know 4chan grabs onto that shit every time, man. Every Anytime time. there's a fucking poll... So it's like we, the names might get real scary and awful. <laughs> like, it w- what if it was an option? The thing is, I could immediately seeing this get corrupted or see this getting corrupted though. Is like if it really was to like uh, the highest bidder could actually name it or have a whoa. message be. <laughs> but then it would be like everything's gonna be Hurricane Bezos from now on. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> but then it would be shit like Geico presents. Many communities, <laughs> especially minority communities, indiscriminately getting impacted by this natural disaster at the expense of lots of folks. Join now we'll in. follow the news on the Eye of the Hurricane, sponsored by Sprint. Sprint's Eye of the Hurricane is your best chance to be in the center of the hurricane. <laughs> their whole ad. <laughs> Brought to you by Old Spice. Old Spice, when you're five days out and you're still on your roof, no one's picked you up yet, and that sweat is just getting to be too much. Old Spice, spray it on and forget about it. Old Spice, your house is gone, but so is the sweat. Old Spice. <laughs> Old Spice. Can, wait, can you imagine like Terry Crews or someone doing a, a like <laughs> He's a hurricane screaming, thing? but in the hurricane. <laughs> ah! <laughs> ah! People are on the roofs. They can't even get picked up, guys. Nice fucking oh Old Spice. For real, though, stay safe, that. Florida boys. Yeah, do it up. All right. Um, here's what we got. At Wrinkle Chew says, what's the worst pizza you boys ever ate? Um, I had a slice of pizza at Soldier Field, a uh, uh, Bears game, about five years ago. Um, they only had sausage. Uh, the, it was um, way undercooked and doughy. 
It had way too much cheese and was bad cheese, and the sausage was gross. And it was it was like anything ba- bad about a pizza could have gone wrong did. The crust was fucking terrible. The sauce was disgusting. This Yikes. the sauce was like straight like dipping marinara for like mozzarella sticks. And it's like oh, what no. happened here? Like with no, there's there was no tang, you know. It's too no. sweet, almost just sugar. Yeah, sugar. dude, Ugh. I was I was straight up like this is the and especially because I had, I think I had to pay like ten dollars for the slice because it was Soldier Field, terrible fucking. And I wore it was supposed to be cold that day, so I wore um uh, a bear's sweat or a bear's hoodie, and I made the fatal flaw of you know I will wear hoodies and sweatshirts sometimes without a shirt under it, and I mm-hmm. did that, and then it be it became a sunny, very hot day. It's just a bad day. It was just a not oh, a good yuck. day. Everything about that stressing me out. I don't like yeah. that at all. I think for me, uh, the worst one was two years ago. Sabrina and I went to this shitty conference thing, and it was in Palm Springs. And it already, every single day that week, was n- it never got till under 100 degrees until like 7 p.m., you know? Mm-hmm. So fucking miserable. And the first night there, we were stuck there, and we had to get all of our own food and stuff, which was a bit of a surprise. Uh, and we went to go, uh, get a pizza from like the only place that wasn't like a stupid expensive restaurant. It was a uh-huh. shitty, shitty, just greasy one, like middle-aged, what do you want guy running like a pool stand kind of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And we went up and we ordered a pizza and it was like a 12 inch pizza and it was like 28 bucks fucking almost $30 and I get back and it was like after a full day of sweating and just being miserable and not having stuff and like I fucking spent $30 for this tiny pizza and I get to the hotel and I open the box and you can tell immediately oh this is gonna be the one of the worst things I've ever eaten like it just was that (laughs) was it undercooked because that's when when it's like doughy and the cheese isn't fully like kind of melted that's that's what I hate the most. It was, I can't it was stand it. Exactly that. Where it's like you didn't. I does is this cheese even melted, or did you take it out of the bag like this? And Th- that's just let the it funny thing about out? cooking pizzas because I did that for my job, like on in a pizza oven for like years. The thing mm-hmm. about cooking pizzas is everyone can tell when they're done. You can look at it and know it's a pizza. It's that's all of it. it's right there in front of you, and it's like. To undercook it, it's like the second you pull it out, you go, oh, it's not ready. The cheese is clearly not melted. Put it back. Exactly. And that's it. It's that. It's really that easy. And I it don't know how so, I've ever gotten an undercooked pizza in my life. It's it's so easy. I don't understand it. And we've said before, and this is a completely separate situation, is I don't get how many places, whether it's on the box or in a supermarket or something, where they'll show a frozen pizza allegedly fully cooked. And it's Dude. it's just like... Are we, are we looking at the same picture right now? <laughs> it's like this cheese, especially. Oh no, it's dude. Even in in commercials, you're like, what the fuck? What am I looking at? Yeah, maybe that'd be a fun Look. video. Is Gus and Eddie rank just pizza boxes and ads? Yes. to see who whose looks the best. Also, I feel like we should just when when everything's over, just do a frozen pizza video review. I just I feel like that's something that's that's very us, and we should I do think it. We should so. just get drunk and do that. You know why? Too? Maybe we, we could just do it on the podcast. Even we could totally fucking do it on. The, it could be its own video if we wanted. Just a day of just fu- doing the pizza shit. You know? Yeah. You know what else I like too is it's like we would bring a certain realism and jovial tone to it that a Dave Portnoy just is not able to match. 
You know, yeah, we're we not we're let... not uh, busting unions. We're no, <laughs> we're just no, we're, we're just eating pizzas. We're respecting women. We're wearing masks. We're eating pizzas. We're out here, okay? No we're coke in this here. household. We're just doing our thing, and we're not letting personal vendettas affect the public business of of any of these pizza companies. We will be objective. We'll be fair and balanced. Exactly. Look at that and balanced. That'll be a good. Um, ass also, one. do you want to uh, get drunk for our kind of Halloween episode? Absolutely. I'll get spooky cool. and tipsy topside. Haven't really been. I've occasionally sipped and occasionally on stream. I mean, I drink on some streams where we do the drunk nights, but I feel like I haven't been like drunk in a while. Yeah, I'm not. Just a not really drinker. my speed right now. You know, yeah. it's just I feel like we, you and I both do it mainly socially and not. You know what I mean? Like we sure. do it like with the boys and I just. Yeah, I don't know. Absolutely. I guess that's a good thing. No, that is a good thing. Saves money and calories and feeling better the next day, too. So Yeah, I didn't um, – for people that uh, – we did a Drunk Among Us stream with uh, with Bruce Green and a bunch of our friends. And uh, I was, for the first four round, uh, the imposter, four rounds in a row, and I won all four rounds. So by the fifth game, everybody pretty much had taken four shots in a row, and I had taken nothing, which was mm-hmm. a huge advantage for the rest of the game, for real. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, all right, I got another one right here. At Skylarisms asks, genuine question: Does it negatively impact creators at all if I skip past your sponsored segments? No. Uh, no, no. It's uh, the thing is, I think we all try to make them as entertaining as possible. I know people know for both of our philosophies, and especially I, I think we both show it in our videos as well. Is that like I, I think you and I want to convey as much as possible, like. We are getting paid to read this, and that's mostly what it is. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, that's that's what I always want to convey. So it's like I try to make it funny in the fuck around. Like I'm not really trying very hard at this. So if somebody's like, "Oh, he's not. This is not nearly as curated as the rest of my videos." Yeah, I totally understand. It's not that's not going to do anything. Really, totally. It really when, it doesn't affect us because the truth of when the, the video is, goes up, that's like when we get paid for it. Yeah, that's it. Is it's uh, uh, and a lot of the times the business that we choose. I mean, I exclusively at this point choose like a flat rate fee. So I I can't remember the last time. It, it's probably been literal years, if not at least a year and a half or so. That's like I've even considered doing anything other than a f- full flat rate. So. I'm not getting like we're not incentivized for you to buy shit. Like if you want to check it out, right. like that's cool and and sure it might help down. And the it line, like helps but... the relationship with them maybe, but I don't think any sponsorships are gonna like fail for us. One totally. thing also we mentioned on old podcasts, and I'm sure I'll speak for myself, but I'm sure I'm speaking for you too. Is that like um, we have uh, when you're watching ads from us, I, I care a lot about and I know you do too it's based on even old videos that like that I care a lot about advertising and advertising wrong especially mm-hmm. to audiences I've talked about it a lot in old videos so like we have straight up passed on on deals before anytime a company is like and then say you endorse it and that you like using the product I will deliberately not say that line and tell them that I won't so like if you hear me say like I like Raycon because I actually do use their headphones every day like that is yes. true and it's like I'm never, ever, ever going to be like, this thing is the best, and I use this product every day, and I've never used it. There's Absolutely. like I can't, I physically can't do that because it's straight up – it is lying. It's lying it to people lying. who watch your stuff. It absolutely is. I would When I tell you something in a video and I say I use this or I enjoy this, it is 
always the truth. It like, and that's Eddie, the, also I would say for us is personally just for the future. That doesn't mean that I'm endorsing everything about the company either. There is there is a small agreement that when you are advertising for something, there is a small like because you're showing it to your fans. You know what I mean? You have to to a degree endorse that it's safe. But sure, like that yeah. doesn't mean that I'm like a ride or die for these companies. And that's why I try and I think we convey it properly by like, you know, I film it on my iPhone at a shitty angle on my desk and I'm just like, ah, get the get a product, I guess. I don't know. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, and, and I like that we're able to kind of maintain that tone with shit. And I think Eddie and I, not to speak on your behalf, but we're very cognizant of the fact that it's like this is a relationship in a way, you know, like we the creator in this sense and you you like the consumers of the stuff that we create like this is a relationship you know and and yeah you know that we can't be talking back and forth and calling you up every day you know every single person but yeah there is an understanding there's a trust with it and i think you and i both know as being part of audiences for other youtubers when you see like an ad for like an immoral like I'd say maybe for something like uh, um, it's like a creator that has a children's audience and they're doing like an app that has clear microtransactions. Mm -hmm. There's a little bit of when you're the viewer like, oh, man, you know, it's just like that little bit of like, oh, dude, you know, and I just I try my best to avoid that. But I don't know if I can forever with doing all of my I just hope nobody ever feels that I just as a fan don't ever want anyone to have that feeling of like, oh, shit, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a tough line to walk. It is a tough know. line to walk, you know, and it's like too, especially, you know, a lot of the times it's, I mean, I, I would just be talking in circles at this point. I, it, it's, I, I want to maintain that trusting relationship. So then it's like, I feel like I want to do my best to prove on my end, like, hey guys, like I am not going to put some dumb, dumb shit in front of you, especially like now it's like we've gotten to the point where we can be really selective with the like work that we do in terms of sponsorship right. stuff. Like, uh, it's like, I don't want to try to like fucking huck some stupid shit at ya. And I'll, and like, I'll be straight up if it's like, if I have a personal, like financial interest in this, like I'll tell ya. And then it's like, and then I would hope that, you know, down the line, if it's like, if I'm putting out some tickets for a show or I'm selling a shirt or I'm saying, Hey, go check out this project I worked on. Then it's like, well, that's, that's where the true payout stuff is then. Cause it's like, Oh, well then these people that have trusted me to be straightforward with what I'm showing them or what, what I'm advertising and stuff, then it's like, I would hope then they'd be like, oh, cool. Like, well, I want, oh, sure, I'll go check that out, Gus. So I just want to try to maintain that relationship as best as possible. Yeah, I think mainly even just like, uh, we've talked about it before. It just feels right to just kind of be like pretty open about it, you know, and like talking about it where it's like, even just the process, if you guys don't know, it's pretty much like, like you get reached out to them and then they send you like copy to read. And I think you and I have always made it very clear that we're reading copy. Um, and it's just like, and then you just kind of do it. And so it's just, it's to a degree. It's like, I, I don't, I hope people know the process in the way of like, you can't really like, I, I don't know. It, it, that's pretty much it. Is you just get an email, you look at it, you look through it, you make sure it's okay, and then you read it, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. Just, just thought I, I would have appreciated when we were watching other YouTube people like that, just to hear it, you know. Oh, absolutely. And we've said this before, and I think it's something that it's like I, I wanted, I wanted try to be good at remembering to even cast this out again too. And again, you know, we can't communicate with other people, but if it's like if you're a creator and you've been doing this for a while, and like you are starting to field some sponsorship stuff, whether or not like I can get back to you, like please 
please reach out to other YouTubers. Like, there are so many people, myself included, that at multiple times in their career will get to the point where you're like, oh, thank God I'm not working with that person, or thank God yeah, I got man. out of that. Like, now I have it figured out. And for even me, and I've been essentially doing this for five years full time, you know? And, and I have had multiple foot in mouth, hat in hand situations where it's like I start working with somebody, maybe it's a company I'm working with, or maybe it's like somebody that is doing some work for me. And I, and I feel like, man, finally, and it just falls through. You realize people are taking advantage of you. You're getting underpaid. And it is so important. Like we, the creators have the power to stand up for ourselves, negotiate fair rates. And all we have to do is communicate. I'm sure most creators would feel perfectly comfortable if you were another person that had momentum going and was already doing this business. If you were just approached of like, can I, can we talk about some sponsorship stuff? Does this, this thing in the contract seems like a red flag. Is this appropriate? This is rubbing me wrong. Like, please communicate. It'll help everybody. Yeah, it's just such a Wild West thing right now. I mean, that's mainly it is I don't want to go into any, any detail about it. But like, because just for for legal reasons. But yeah, Gus and I had that kind of thing when we moved out here where we were like, oh, we're getting we're getting fucked over, man. Like, oh, my God. And it just sucks. It's a shitty feeling. I don't know. Um, so anyways, I, yeah, I want us to be more honest about that. But one thing we have to get to yeah. is mail. Let's open mail. So uh, I had an interesting one. So it's addressed to Gus Eddie. Um, okay. and it's from the foundation for a drug free world. Good. Good start already. Are there this? drugs in there? I think so. It's it's from California, so maybe. Could be. Hold on. Ugh. Ugh. Okay, so there's a folder like from like from high school. Um so this is it says Dear Gus and Eddie. <laughs> Fucking hell, somebody signed us up for their <laughs> Dear for Gus what? and Eddie. Thank you for your interest in our truth about drugs information portfolio, which is enclosed. And it's a whole fucking thing about drug prevention. Um, and it's addressed to us for our interest. There's a fucking CD, dude. There's Yo. a CD in the folder. Is there drugs what on the, the CD? Can we like do uh, lines of coke off the back of the CD? I mean, I guess it's reflective, so that'd be very cinematic, but no. Darn it. Um, isn't that what they do in movies? They go I like a mirror do. table. Yeah, um, that'd be nice. Um, Creating a drug-free world. New information on synthetic drugs. Okay, there's a, there's some pamphlet stuff too. Reach young people with the truth about drugs. We have to watch. Oh, there's a DVD. Maybe I can make a video about this. Maybe we're already reaching young people. So yeah, we're I mean, I mean se- sequel to the Dare video, maybe. Oh, um, oh, that just reminds me. Oh, I've been looking for fucking everywhere for this program. I'm just, I'm at the point where I'm going to kind of show half a hand here before I get to, before I forget about it. Does anybody, I'm looking for the old tapes I used to watch in an old guidance class called Be Cool. It was, it was, uh, you asked for these before too. I know when I found them. I know. And it's like, yeah. it was like kids would get into stressful situations and then they would put on a pair of glasses and electricity would go. I think somebody found it for you. I think I that was on the subreddit. I don't. I, this is me calling out again. If you if you know where that is, where can I find this fucking video? I don't care if it's a VHS tape. I'll buy a player if I have to. Like I want it. It's 
be cool. That's all I remember is be cool. You got to look cool. You got to think cool. You got to look, think, act, and be cool. Okay. Does that ring a bell? That's my two cents worth. I want to please somebody find that for me. I, I literally contacted my middle school guidance counselor. Was we're, like, hey, were we going to were we, we going to watch the be we cool gonna, ones together we as a blockbuster sequel? We okay, were. so if people find that, are we making that together? Absolutely, then? we're making it together. Fuck yeah. Then. Hell okay, yeah. awesome. Um, oh, we got to well, do that dinosaurs old video one too from when I was a kid oh, yeah, and just dude. watch it. There's um, so much shit I want to do with you, Eddie. Whoa, what the fuck? What? I'm looking at, uh, uh, sorry, I agree. Um, I'm looking at this pamphlet and it says synthetic drugs, right? Yep. And here are, here are the street names for synthetic drugs. Oh, no. Let me know if one, one of them uh, uh, kind of stands out to you, okay? Yep. K2, Smiles, Spice, Bath Salts, Blizzards, N-Bomb, Fake Weed. So let's go back. N-Bomb. <laughs> Excuse me? Excuse me? That's not a street name for drugs. That is nobody does anybody call anything that. Also, the, well, there's one thing it's called. It's when you say something you're not supposed to say. Yes. And and apparently with the people that say it, it is exceptionally addictive. <laughs> oh my god, dude, really quick. If I google that and it is is that a common phrase for not saying the thing? Is N-bomb? What even um, is that? Is that like nitrous oxide or something? Oh, dude, it is. Wait, wait, wait. It's, it's a synthetic hallucinogen. But it's, okay, I guess it is. It <laughs> is. Wait, the first thing that came up is drug-free world. Am I crazy, though? It, usually you say bomb for a swear. Yeah. Like the F-bomb, Dropping the F-bomb right? or the I'm N-bomb. not crazy, right? That's like a, that's a phrase. It's a term that I've heard many times before is who, dropping the F-bomb or something. What kind of fucking asshole made a synthetic drug and started calling it that? That's terrible. That's probably... The only bad thing they've ever done, too, which is crazy. It's like creating the drug wasn't even Yo. bad, but calling it that. Yo, what was... I mean... Was there blizzards in there, too? Yeah. Uh, I think perhaps the synthetic I'm drug made mid- World of Warcraft. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. You know, perhaps... A- and that's a drug in and of itself. Perhaps I'm a sheltered Midwest child here, but I haven't heard the names of half of these fuckers. Smiles? Dude, wait. There, some people call LSD purple hearts? That seems kind of fucked up. That's weird. Are these guys California just taking sunshine? like right wing talking points? <laughs> well, the Purple thing is, I looked it up, and and, and the fucking the first real result, other than the Google result, is the website for the drug free world. So it's like, did you guys make this term? Or this feels very much like pussy on the chain wax or some shit, where it's like you're <laughs> really trying field. to you're really Dude. trying to get something to stick. Speaking you guys have heard sketch. of wizards, pissers. <laughs> Knickknacks, tallywhackers, don't do any of that. Speaking of that sketch, with so people who don't know, uh, there's a Key and Peel sketch where um, it's like a it's a sketch about like slang you've never heard of, and the slang is uh, put that pussy on the chain wax. And I was watching that, and and I believe like high school, end of high school, and uh, I was watching, and my mom was in the room, and I was like, when are they gonna stop? Saying <laughs> it? And they just they just kept going, like just that. kept going, and then my mom at one point was like. Can you just change the channel? I was like, yeah, yeah, of course. Like, I'm so sorry. I like it was around the point where I'm like, oh, I can watch, you know, some comedy things with my parents around. Yeah. And then they just kept they just kept saying it. And I was just like, so uh, it was awful. Yeah, that's a rough one. That's unrelenting. Unrelenting. Anything Um, else in that drug packet? I mean, a lot of a lot of paper, a A lot lot of wasted paper. paper, They could have just said go to the website. Dude, like there's. 
the the answer wait the answer to the global epidemic are we talking about what whoa are we talking about the drug epidemic or are they like um the family came to no it's a, they're just talking about drugs well thanks for our interest in this whoever signed us up for it now um, Eddie and I are so smart about drugs so that's good well, order today is it drugs or Oh, they have so many. The truth about drugs. The truth about marijuana. The truth about alcohol. The truth about synthetic drugs. The truth about ecstasy. The truth about cocaine. The truth about crystal meth. They got like 15 of these. Really? 50 booklets per box. What? Guys, oh, for distribution, make it, baby. Make it digitally. Make it digitally. Don't waste this much. It's so weird because um, it's like nobody already wants to probably just enjoy reading that material. And then the fact that it is a paper booklet, it's like who will see this? Yeah, man. <laughs> like the the demographic of people who would actually look into information you'd find in a paper pamphlet versus people who are doing drugs. I can't imagine that's gonna overlap like significantly. I know statistically, uh, Dare uh, didn't work, and that was what my whole old video was about. But um, the image of like the really like fucked up contrast brightness image of a spoon with uh, fire under it still just makes me panic. Yeah, from That's growing up, evil. I th- I think I think it worked on me, and I, but statistically it doesn't. But I think Dare worked on me because I didn't. I've never smoked cigarettes. Um, it did not. It did not work on me with uh, weed and alcohol. That is it for didn't sure. Work but everything else, it too. everything else it worked for. So, so th- give that to Dare. But it definitely didn't work on me for those two things. That's true. So it just it was just a single Dare. It wasn't a real double Dare situation. It, it but I waited. A bit. I waited until I was older and responsible, and not in high school. And I'm I glad too. I did that. I'm very glad I waited until I, I was out of high school. Yeah. I just don't think. I really don't think you should. Um, I mean, like, I really just don't think you should fuck with your brain chemicals while they're, you're still growing like that. But um, you know, whatever. I can't advocate for anything. I'm not a doctor. Exactly. I am. I'll advocate for that. So don't do that. Wait, no, Gus. Yeah, I'm a doctor, so I I thought I for a second I started saying that and was like maybe that'll be the abrupt ending, but it just it, it didn't work. And so we're going to we're uh, so what we're going to do is, is Gus, what? you're going to say something you're going to say something funny and then I'm going to say something funny and it's going to go Okay. I don't so think say I something that. funny, say something funny. Go say something funny now. Go say it. I'm sorry, but say I will have funny. to diagnose you with uh just not being right here. So, frankly, I'm going to just take the reins, uh, guys. Another day, another dollar. This is, we're going to have to put you down.